0: Welcome to the Citizens of Life podcast. I am your host, Anya Hildreth. I am a thriving, single, biracial mom who grew up as a third culture kid who balances being an engineer, raising two kids, an integrative wellness life coach, and podcast host. I also live with type 1 diabetes and Hashimoto's disease. My passion is helping stressed out, overworked, single moms navigate and balance their personal and professional lives, a process of empowerment I call becoming a citizen of life. Each week, I'll be discussing and interviewing professionals from around the world that I've gotten to know on topics involving our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. I hope these conversations will inspire you to create your own unique integrative wellness journey to healing in order to be the citizen of your own life. So grab your notebook, a pen, have an open mind and an open heart, and let's get started. Hi, citizens. This is your host, Anya Hildreth, and you are listening to the Citizens of Life podcast. And today... We are talking with licensed professional counselor, Sharon Fortune, about her new book, The Truth About the Lies, What Women Tell Themselves That Keep Them Stuck With Cheating Men. Sharon Matthews Fortune is a proud graduate of Virginia State University, where she obtained both her undergraduate and graduate degrees. Besides graduating with honors, Sharon shares that her most cherished accomplishments include being initiated into the illustrious Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated during the spring of 1987 and later being crowned Miss Virginia State University in 1988. She is a seasoned psychotherapist, licensed professional counselor, and certified substance abuse counselor with over two decades of experience. Throughout her career as a mental health and substance abuse clinician, Sharon worked in various settings to include community mental health and inpatient hospitalization until she founded her practice in 2003. Sharon is sincere in her efforts to help women understand their role in dysfunctional relationships, and her compassionate spirit and genuine desire to empower her clients to live their best lives led her to writing her first book. She has developed the art of gently guiding her clients after losing their way back to their truth to facilitate healing from the lies that have kept them stuck and defeated. Her vision is to assist every woman who reads this book with creating the relationship with herself and her partner, that honors her core values. Get comfortable as she allows me to take an exclusive, in-depth look into her new book. She's been my counselor for over 12 years, and her and I share a connection of helping women find themselves. Single moms, you don't want to miss this one. It takes an honest look into why we all might be single in the first place. I read it, and it helped me define my part in getting in unhealthy relationships. Don't get offended. It will make more sense than you think. It was so juicy that I had to break it down into two episodes. We talk about each chapter of her book and dissect the main topics. The details, you'll have to read for yourself. I hope you enjoy these two juicy episodes. It will make you want to buy the book because it is so well worth it. Enjoy. Yeah, okay. So, I'm I'm going to keep going. The manipulator. Okay. The manipulator is. You have three sections in this one. I'm not going to give her the satisfaction of me leaving him. If I stay, he'll see how much I love him and stop cheating. Because I stayed after he cheated again, he owes me. Oh my gosh! You pick one and tell me which one you want to talk about because they're all just so good. But I don't. I don't want to divul You know, Ooh. go into too much detail so people read the book. But I love all of these.
1: Let's look at the. I'm not going to give her the satisfaction of leaving him. <laughs> of oh, me leaving <laughs> him. Let's look at that. <sighs> oh God. That that's tell me, is that ego? That's a lot that, of ego. That's some ego. That is definitely that's a lot of ego. But she's fighting not to allow that pain to surface. Oh, so she's, oh, pivoting. Poor she's pivoting. Yeah. yeah she's oh. pivoting away from the issue, which is he's cheated. She's pivoting away from that to wait a minute. Did she just call me? Or did she? What? Who who does she think she is? (gasps) Oh my God. (sighs) Let me show her who I am. Let me show her who she is. Let me show her how insignificant she really is. So now all the energy is placed into showing the other woman that she's insignificant. And she's going to do everything in her power to keep him, so that she can prove to this other woman, oh God, that she is insignificant. How yeah. terrible is that?
0: That's yeah. such a waste of time. That's it probably, I mean, it's just a you know, that's when people start to like stalk their yeah. social media pages. Yeah. Yeah, you know okay. that's when people start to compare themselves to other yes, people. Yes, that's yes. when people think you know you get in this overly over sex drive, and you're you're in this uh-huh. ugly place where you think giving him you know a more sex is going to make him want you, and you're just overly yes. you're overly sexual. You know you're out of balance. You're out of balance, and, and you got yes, to
1: that. all that manipulation that has to ensue. Everything that you just said—that's the manipulation, you know. Ah. So- Now, you're not staying because you think that, you know, we're going to build a stronger bond and he's a changed person. And, you know, we're going to be able to work through this. You're not staying because of that. You're not staying because of the love. You're Uh -uh. staying because of the wounded ego. Proving a point. Yeah, proving a point. You don't want to deal with the hurt and the pain that's going to come from the truth. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you get stuck in this mess where you're creating this you know the show for everybody especially the other woman you know now we're going to stage all of these appearances and you know if we're talking about social media then we're going to post up a storm on social media i
0: I highly suggest for that woman if you are in this kind of low vibing place Mm -hmm. and you're trying to figure things out I highly suggest you deactivate your social media for a while. Yes, Take the time to get out of the news, the TV and social media. That's what I did after I got my divorce. It was around the time that uh, I think Trump got voted into office too. And I ended up cutting off my TV and Mm -hmm. I just did things that I love to do. It took me months it was months of crying every day. I mean, every night, uh-huh. and it was hard, but because I didn't have the social media presence, because I didn't have, you know, the, the, the impact of other people in my world, I right. was able to heal my world. And that's a huge piece. I highly recommend to just deactivate all your social media accounts and heal. That That is okay. Let's yes. make that okay with people. It yeah. is okay to strip away. Forget FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. You're going to be fear of missing out on your own life, your own abundance, you know, because the point of finding yourself and healing yourself Uh is you want to get to find your purpose. We all come on this earth for the same thing. We might, and finding your purpose comes in ways of, what do I want to do when I grow up? What kind Uh of job do I want to have when I grow up? Those are just the little nuances that are helping you build upon what God's yes. purpose is for you on this earth. Once you find that purpose, your life will take a whole 180 change and shift and you will be so happy because now you know what your purpose is. You're either serving people through teaching them or through whatever the case may be, but yes. you're doing what you love and you're helping the people around you as you heal yourself. Oh, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I love
2: that one. I love yes. that
1: one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and I love that you point it back to her healing because, you know, the only way she's going to heal is take your focus and attention off of all of those external areas that you've placed them, bring it back front and center.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. The finger pointer. Yeah. He cheats because of how he was raised. He cheats because he's influenced by his friends. He cheated because she came after him. He cheated because I fill in the blank. Big one. I I just don't know. They're just, they were all so good. Listen, I keep having to reiterate this. When you read these pages of each one, they're just so juicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm not doing this book any justice when it comes to the juiciness of this and the so many good things you're going to walk away from and being to identify one of these as yourself. He cheated because she came after him. Like, I, I always think women, personally, I think women are more, are more manipulative than men are. Um, uh-huh. I think they're smarter than men are, but I know how conniving women can be is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I would easily put that on some other woman and be like, well, she's so conniving. You know, yeah. she wants yeah. my man. That yeah. was the young, petty, immature Anya uh-huh. that uh-huh. didn't realize that, no, like, really stop comparing yourself. Put your ego aside. Like, yeah. stop it. So that's one that I resonated with. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or
0: how he was raised. Like, oh, God. So, when I was dating these men, I used to, and kind of like you, you, you know, you kind of put the dots together, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. So, this is a conversation I've had with my girlfriends before. <laughs> so, there's levels to these men, okay? There are levels to these men. Yes. <laughs> it seems like there are the country men, the sweet uh-huh. old country boys. There's the city boys, you know? Yeah. Then there's the DC boys. Uh huh. And then there's the like the New York boys. And, they're all different levels because they're all different environments right so right. you got the sweet old country boy you got the sweet and the salty and the city boy but then the DC ones you know because listen I lived in third world countries before living in third world countries you have to manipulate your way sometimes in life to get what you need that and has- when you're living in these situations where you're not being raised by a mother or your dad's not around I mean that happened to all of us in our in the black community right. you know? I was raised by my single parent black mother overseas. You know, I went to international schools all my life. So I, I have a totally different experience than plenty of people. But still, the fact is, you know, we are all different and we all yeah. are raised differently. And like you said, you're coming together like my brother. My brother and his wife. Brother's wife is Colombian from a whole nother culture. And my brother is, you know, American black, white, who was raised overseas. So you bring, it lives that lives in North Carolina. So okay. you bring those two dynamics together, that's something you've got to work through. You know, I'm not saying they've been cheated on at all. I'm just saying, I'm just using the example of culturally speaking. They're just completely different. So you have to come together. But yeah, there's a lot of places that believe in polygamy, you know, like a lot of the places in the islands, you know, they, they, they're okay with that. It was normal. Just like, you know, we have our American ways. There's other countries that have their ways that have different wives and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And you use that as an excuse, but hold on now. You cannot let go of who you are at a soulful level. You cannot remove yourself from that. Once you know who you are, you can't remove yourself from, or like you said, or else you go into their world. You know, now you're in their world. Now you've lost control of who you are because you're trying to fit into something that doesn't fit your mold. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 Sorry. The dreamer. The dreamer says four things. He'll change after we get married. Oh. Mm. Oh my god. The look if you could see the look that she just gave me. <laughs> the, the the dreamer also says he'll change after we have a child. Oof. He'll change after we go to counseling. I've said that one before. Uh, he'll change after he recommits to the church. Ooh, girl. That's another yes.
1: one. Woo. Yes, yes, this yes, yes. Is- and let me say this about the dreamer who brings her man into counseling. They expect counseling to be magic, some pixie dust. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not, and I'm not poking fun. You know, it's not a judgment, or anything. Right. This is what I say: if he's been cheating for any length of time, you got to look at what goes into cheating—scheming, lying, deceiving, mm-hmm. manipulating. Yep. Right. All of that. You know, mm-hmm. dull conscious to what you're doing lack of insight, and then you bring him to counseling and you expect him to come in and be honest.
0: <laughs> that was such a great, that was so many great pages right there. When you said that, I mean, that whole freaking section of that book was great because you're saying that don't expect me as a therapist to change when it's him that has to change. Yeah. You can't change him. I can't change him. He has to change himself. Exactly. That piece right there resonated yeah. really, really hard with me because I used to think the same thing. Like maybe if I bring him in, all of a sudden, you know, he's going to turn into the knight in shining armor. I don't know why I thought that, but I honestly thought that therapy was just going to be like, oh, Sharon can fix him. It took a lot reading that. That definitely triggered me because I was like, and the church too. I was raised by a Baptist family, a Southern Baptist Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. So as a preacher, my grandmother was a treasury in a church my aunts and uncles and mom can read you Bible verses left and right. I mean, I was in church for four hours, you know, and then uh-huh. Bible study, you know, mm-hmm. when I was living with my grandma. So yeah, that's, the, and the churches, I just remember hearing women say, I just wish you would come to church or, you know, just the yeah. black women congregating and being like, I want yeah, my no. man to come to church yeah. and maybe that will help him." And, that will change him, but that ain't gonna boo, do boo no, boo. That ain't no, gonna no, do no. it. No. You can't expect some other entity to change somebody that needs to change themselves. Exactly.
1: Change comes from within. And that's the main point of you know, the dreamer. She's, she's looking on the outside and she thinks all these outside things are going to lead to that change. Change comes from within. Now, if he wants to change, if he feels like he needs to change, if he's tired of living the way that he's living, he does not want to be that person. He has insight into the error of his ways and he has come to the decision that he needs to change, it will happen. You can't Mm -hmm. manufacture that change for him. If he is ready, it will happen.
2: he
0: will do his work. He will. He's. It's exactly what he will do. One thing that he cannot do is his work if you're enabling him. And that's what I had to realize that I'm enabling you by staying in this situation because now you think that it's okay because now I've crossed my boundaries into the boundaries that I said I wouldn't cross. Uh And now I've broken those boundaries and now I'm in your world and now I'm not living in my world and my truth. And it's it's enabling him to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Rado- it needs radical change. In yes. other words, if you need to leave, if you need to walk away for the sake of yourself, do right. it. It's not easy, but it's so worth it. It is so worth it. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you said that one. That was perfect. Yes. Okay, the helpless. The helpless says, He's all I got. I don't want to lose him. I feel stuck. I don't want to start over.
2: Oh, Lord. Lord. <laughs>
0: he knows how much he hurt me, so he won't cheat again. Maybe this is God's will for my life. Listen, I wish you could break down all of it, but I, I'm not even going to do it. This one right here, and again, the helpless man, I tell you, these are all just so deep and so, you know, and some of these are resonating differently with our listeners, but. These, you know, I, of course you see me getting triggered like right now, <laughs> all of these, he's all I like, got. I don't want to lose him. I feel stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, these are helpless. I don't want to start all over. God, I've heard this yes, so much. Yes. He knows how much he hurt me. So he won't cheat again. Do you know my stupid times? I've said that to myself, really? Yes. Like, yeah. You know, because you really think I'm not the woman that got upset. I was the woman. I was so concerned about his feelings and my feelings uh-huh. that I didn't want to be like, you. I mean, I mean, I mean. you know, instead I was like, Okay, you know better. Like Uh what happened. Let's talk about this. Uh Um, My mom always said, girl, you should have gone eight shit on him. (laughs) And I'm like, no, that's just not how I function. That's all. But because I wasn't speaking my truth, I felt stuck. I felt like I couldn't start all over again. I just had a baby. You know, I was just Uh there were so Uh many different things, you know, that just kept me. Dog. There's so many different factors, but yeah, and so I, he knows how much he hurt me, so he won't cheat again. And when it happens again and again and again, yes, you've yes. got to ask yourself, like, right. listen, this isn't going to stop. This is a pattern. You have to know how to see the pattern, yes. and that's the beauty of women who are confident in themselves. You know, I think that's uh-huh. that's why you saw the pattern because you know yeah. who you are. You right. saw the pattern in us women. So you have to be able to. In a comfortable place where you can see that pattern exactly. exactly.
1: So, so you pick one. You pick one. You tell me from the helpless. You pick one. <laughs> okay, let He's all I got. I, I don't want to lose him. Now she has lost herself in him. She's lost herself totally in this oh. relationship oh. because because each time that he veered away, you know, he he started to pull away, or she noticed that you know the signs are were there that he was cheating. She started to chip away pieces of herself. Oh, Sharon. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So this is the woman. And I hope the listeners, you know, hear me. She starts to abandon everything about her life. She's not going to hang with her friends that often because she needs to be there with him. You know, she's afraid that if in her absence, he may... Mess with someone else. You know, he may hook up with someone else. So I can't go out with you all because I need to be here with him. You know, oh my gosh. she tries to incorporate him into everything that she does. You know, he's her plus one for everything. She has to be his plus one for everything. Goodness, she stops talking to her family. You know, everything starts to revolve around him. She starts to remake and reshape herself. Oh, God. You know, she may change her appearance because oh, it must be something about me that oh, you know it's causing him. She she totally loses herself in this relationship. He is oh. all that she has. By the time she makes this statement, he is all that she has because she has abandoned everything. Which, everything again.
0: And let's be clear: she created this world. Now she has to uncreate it. Yeah. And listen one thing that I started with when I started going to you, I also got really heavily into the church Uh and I asked God, I said, break me and mold me how you want me to be. Mm -hmm. And this is what that woman sounds like she needs in my, in in how I hear you talking about her because now she's put everything so, like, in, in other words, like when you're, you can't fill someone else's cup. You literally have yes. to, your cup has to overflow into someone else's cup. Yes. And if your cup is empty, you can't help anybody else outside of yourself. So you have to pour into your cup in, or, in order for uh-huh. it to overflow right. into the other people around you. And that's what I feel like she lost herself and her cup is empty.
2: Yeah. Empty.
1: Now, if she okay. were in a relationship with the man, I love that analogy because if he were the right man for her, yes, as she's pouring out into him, he would have been pouring back into her. Her cup would have oh. never become empty. Beautiful. That's beautiful. yeah. But her investments is it's kind of like the bank account where you are you're withdrawing and withdrawing and withdrawing and you're not making any deposits, yep. and nobody's making any deposits, so nothing's going into her. Everything is coming out. You know, she's giving, 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 doing, 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 doing being, 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 being until oh. there's nothing left it's so
0: easy yeah. for us as nurturers as yes. mothers as like women to fall into that category of yes. giving 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 because that's almost like what we feel our title is giver yes. you know because we give so much and we give so much of our energy and and like anything in life we want to do everything as best as we can to the best right. of our knowledge right. so we're going to try you know we, we're not going to give up no one wants to give up so you try for oh, yeah. so much mm-hmm. until you can't mm-hmm. anymore more else, and then you start to finally see yeah. after you sit down and sit in your pain like you talked about earlier uh-huh. you get sit in that pain and then you realize, wait. This isn't being reciprocated. Yeah. No one's living into me. Who yeah. takes care of me? Right. I deserve that too. And then you realize that it takes two healthy people yes. to pour into each other to keep pouring. It's like a fluid movement, you know, like a river. Like huh? you can't be going against two directions in a river. One way water can't be flowing one way and then the other way. All they're going to do is clash. And yes. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. You got to be flowing in the right direction, and only uh-huh. when you are both doing it, you know, in a way where you are both kind of independent, but dependently working with each other. So you're, you're an independent person, but we're working together. You know, that's how I see my next relationship is you know me having my own goals and aspirations mm-hmm. and healthiness part of me, and then him working on himself, just like I'm working on myself. But we're working together on the same road, going down the same path in the same direction, dealing with the same
2: stuff. Yeah. So that
0: to me is building the empire. So okay. Oh, I love that. And that was a great. I, every time you talk about this stuff, I just remember reading, and it just triggers me. <laughs> but that was a really good one too. Okay. Moving on to the settler, what the settler tells herself the settler tells herself, at least I know what I have with him. Oh oof, oof, God. Being with my cheating man is better than being alone. <laughs> oh, I don't care anymore. So his cheating can't hurt me. Oh God. The bottom two, the last two were really deep for me. I don't care anymore. So his cheating can't hurt me. Like that's just, I think that's a lot of pain that you've been stabbed so much that you're bleeding out so bad that Uh you're just like, screw it. Screw it. You know, it it reminds me of an analogy where my kids, you know, sometimes my kids just get to me so bad that I'm just so done because I've had a horrible work day. I've Uh been treated, Uh mistreated and all kinds of stuff and then worked my tail off. And then I come home and then something happens with them and I'm just so exhausted. I can't even deal with it, you know, and I just go to bed and I'm just, and then I wake up mad because I never, Handled it that night right. when I should and have. Oh my goodness! But okay, okay, you pick one. You pick one.
1: <laughs> let's let's do that one. I don't care anymore. Okay. So she can't hurt me anymore. Yes, it's a death. If there is a death, as an oh. emotional and a spiritual death that has occurred Ooh. in her. Emotional and spiritual. She's invested so much energy, time, resources, everything in this relationship, and. Continuously finding out that he's still cheating and Mm. she tells herself, "Okay, I'm going to take myself off of this emotional hook. I cannot care anymore. Now, what happens when you stop allowing yourself to be in the relationship? You're just there. You're just going through. The motions, just going through the motions, you know, day in and day out, not giving anything. And she stays and she makes up her mind that I'm not going to give anything else. I'm not giving anything else. I'm just here. So that emotional and that spiritual death, you know, Mm -hmm. the heart is now in a casket. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's encased. He can't get to her heart anymore, but she's still there and she's dying in mm-hmm. that relationship because her soul knows what she wants oh. you know her soul, now what she's told herself is the lie that she's told herself is you can't have what you want you can't have it mm. so you die right here you die emotionally and spiritually right here because you can't have oh. what you want oh, you can't have that faithful monogamous mutually exclusive relationship wow. that you deserve you can't have that wow so she sounds far gone. Like she yeah. sounds
0: so, you know, like you said, it's a death to the point where mm-hmm. she's so negative And so she's just negative. That's a negative thing yeah. to be in okay. your heart, in your soul, when you don't think you deserve anything else. Oh,
1: right. that's a hard
0: fight to come back
1: from. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Now, her truth is she does deserve it, but because she's not living in her truth. It feels like, okay, and her truth is she can have it. I mean, I don't even know. Sometimes she's able to get it with him, but because she's died spiritually and emotionally, she's no longer in the relationship and she's no longer giving anything else. It's impossible to get it because she's not giving anything else. So she may be able to get it from him if she stayed in there boldly in her truth and said, hey, here are my boundaries. You know, these are my needs. These are my core values. We got to work around this. And she looked at him for who he is, and then she allowed him to do his work. But when she cuts herself off from him emotionally and spiritually, she doesn't require anything else of him either. Mm. And then she thinks she's doing herself a favor, but she's really yeah. not. She thinks that she's protecting herself, you know, because now, you know, she's not going to take the risk of going out and trying to create a healthy relationship with someone else where she can't because she's not in a healthy, emotional state herself. Mm -mm. So this is where her stuckness is, you know, right here. I'm not Mm -hmm. requiring anything from him. I'm not giving him any more of me. And I don't believe I can leave and go out of here and create (laughs) what it is that I want.
0: You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the woman who is that ill woman that's just mean and just for no reason, like just can't love life. And you, she's just yeah. such a, she's just in an ugly, ugly place. And you yes. can feel it in your heart. You could see it in the, and you could hear it in the conversation. You know, that's yeah. the kind of woman that you described to me when you're just emotionally and spiritually just gone. And it just <laughs> reminds me of... That's how we became sisters is because we both believe in healing ourselves, healing other women Uh and loving yourself enough to take care of your spiritual health, to take care of your mental health, to take care of your physical health and to take care of your emotional health because we all, and we both realize the importance of. Each of those separately, you can't go work this out. You can't go work out your relationship woes. You can't right. go to the gym right. and just all of a sudden you're going to feel better. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, you can go to the gym. It's going to help you mentally. It, matter of fact, going to the gym is healthy because it allows you to be in a mental space where right. you can, Now you've cleared your mind. Uh-huh. You've worked out your. You know, you've sweated out all that nasty crap of the day. So yeah. now you can go home, for example, and be able to have that open conversation with your loved one to say, you know what, I was able to run it off at the gym, or I was able to lift a couple of weights and I feel better now. Mm-hmm. I just got it off my chest. And, Now I want to talk to you openly and honestly, and this is what bothers me. And so, yes, the physical piece is important too, but it's all of them together. That's, that's what I believe. And that's what my certification is in, is actually working through all four of them, all four core body modalities to heal yourself, to heal as best as you can. That was, I don't care anymore. So it's cheating. Can't hurt me.
2: Ooh. Yeah.
0: The last two, we have one uh, one more before this last one. and It's the savior.
2: Ooh, this oh. one.
0: <laughs> oh, like I told you, because I come from, you know, a background of, you know, religious people in our family and religious women. You know, my mother had seven brothers and sisters. So a huge family. You know, my dad, he has two brothers, three, including himself all religious. And so all this right here just triggered me. I want to save my relationship. Oh, type a me all day. (laughs) I'm a Christian. So I have to forgive him. I'm sure there's moments I've said that in some other capacity, but yeah, something similar. Okay. I don't want to break up my family. That, that was a big piece for me as, yeah. as you know, divorcing yeah. my husband was breaking up the family. Um, and then the last one is I have to give him a chance to change. Wow. Yeah. Like for every, I wish we all had, a, I'd be rich for every quarter <laughs> for, if I had a quarter for every time somebody said that, you know, I have to give him a chance to change. Hell, I'd be rich Maybe. for as many times I said that to myself, if I really wanted to count. <laughs>
2: (laughs) but
0: i'm gonna go to i don't want to break up my family because that hit hard for me i did a lot of research yeah i did a lot of research and found that it's unhealthy to be an unhealthy it's it's not healthy for the kids to be in in an unhealthy marriage statistically speaking it shows that as long as there are two healthy family homes even if they're separate That's okay. As long as a mother and father are showing, you know, togetherness, good co-parenting, it it would be the same as if they're in their their household. So ladies don't let that ever stop you from making a decision that you need to make because as long as you're happy and healthy, your kids will know you're happy and healthy. your kids feel the tension. Energy is real. And the kids can feel that very deeply within their own souls. And it makes them question themselves. And you don't want that for your kids. You don't, you want to leave and be healthy and create the healthy partner co-parenting relationship that you have to, in order to keep that family dynamic, but you don't need to be married, especially if, you're not happy that yes. it, it, your happiness comes first. So that's exactly. why I want to stick on
1: that one. That what ex- else? Anything to add? That's excellent. No, I wouldn't add anything else to it. That's a big one. Women will stay because if you came from a two parent home, you think that you your kids deserve the same thing. And if you came from a single parent home, you probably craved the two parent yeah. home. But therefore, <gasps> you think that's the best thing for you. So you want to give your kids the best. Oh, that is so true. Yeah. So you're not uh, going to break up your family. You're not going to damage your children like that. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Yeah, you'll sacrifice and, you know, and settle and stay in that situation because I'm not going to break up my family. The truth of the matter is the family was broken the moment he thought about cheating. And then putting the action behind it was Mm. when the family was broken. So it's already been broken.
0: Oh my gosh. It, yeah. You're absolutely right. You're it's absolutely right. It, it's hard to fight yourself and not cheating, you know, because right. there's, there's some temptation out there. Yeah, there's a lot of temptation out there. It's a lot. And you've got to be able to, you got to be strong enough to deal with it. Okay. Last one is the compromiser. So the compromiser tells herself, he takes care of me. Everybody has to deal with, with something in their relationship. And as long as he's respectful with his cheating, I don't care.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Pick, pick one. Pick one. It's just yeah. good for me
1: to pick one. So, so this whole chapter was stuff that I had to unlearn because Lord knows these things beliefs were (laughs) etched into me from my
2: elders. (laughs)
1: Now let's Mm -hmm. talk about he takes care of me because in order to take care of something, you have to be in tune to it, right? All right, now You have to know what makes it thrive, what makes it function well, what complements it, what takes Mm -hmm. away from it, what breaks it how to repair it if it's broken. You have to know all of that to take care of something, right? So true. Okay. And therefore, if he's not doing, if he's not showing up in your life like that, where he's in tune to your needs, Mm. where he's complimenting you, where you need Mm. to be complimented, you know, he's creating secure places for you because he's attending to you. Mm. He knows how to operate so that you function at your best.
2: Oh, right?
1: Right. I know.
0: I
2: can't wait, Sharon. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: like when we buy something and it comes with a a manual on how to operate it. The best things, you know, don't put it in the dishwasher or else it'll do blah, blah, blah. You know, (laughs) it's best if you do this. Clean it this way. Blah, 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 blah. Right, right? Yes. Oh, I love
0: that analogy. That is great. Because you know what? And you know, it's funny, you know, let's, let's keep going with the analogy because you take care of the stuff that you're invested in, right? When I buy it with my own money, I'm going to take a little bit more care of it. And you know, that's when you get into enabling somebody because you know, it's almost like you haven't invested in it enough where to the point where you're being walked all over or your boundaries are being spread wide open because you know, you, you no longer keep them sacred. That. Uh nothing's being taken care of. You got to water it. You got to seed it. You got to watch yeah. it grow. You got to let it grow. You got to yeah. let it grow. Mm-hmm. And after you let it grow, then you can blossoms into this beautiful freaking yeah. flower. Exactly. So I love that Absolutely. one. I love that one. He takes care of me. Oh God. so yeah. many. I've seen so many friends who have like, gotten married at a young age, like right out of high school or something like that. And the woman didn't do what she wanted to do, which was like go to college and whatever, start her own hair salon or entrepreneurship, whatever it is. Uh And I I just hear it a lot that, well, they take care of me now. I had Four kids, you know, what am I going to do now? Like, now what do I do? You know, I'm stuck. Like, I can't go anywhere. Uh uh. That is so not true. I just want to smack them, smack everybody. You know, all of us need some smacking, actually. But yeah, it just gets so frustrating when you're listening to it and you're
1: like, no, don't say that (laughs) about yourself. Oh gosh. (laughs) And and, you know, the misconception is they mistake when we think in that way and, and cope in that way, you're mistaking him providing for your needs with him taking mm-hmm. care of you there. That's different. <gasps> which it should be both. Correct. Yeah. 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 Because okay. the providing is things. He makes sure you have things, you know, you may have a house, the car, the bags, you know, the trips and all of that. That's the providing things for you. That's not the same thing as taking care of you. Uh- Ah, taking care of you,
0: taking care would be like an example would be like providing a a roof over our heads or working together to build our finances so that we could have the the homes around the world or whatever the case is, but providing and taking care of is Mm -hmm. taking care. Sounds like me buying you stuff just to kind of buy you off and, and providing is like taking care of the foundation.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. Okay, Mm -hmm. got it. Building the foundation, being a part of building the foundation for the healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, being vested in the relationship, not the things, not the things that come into the relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. not the the tangibles, not Mm -hmm. those. But the pieces where, oh, wow, I care how this is going to affect you.
0: Hmm. Yes. It's love is selfless, especially mm-hmm. when in a marriage, you know, you've mm-hmm. got to put others before you too. You can't be selfish. Yes. That's what I've realized. Selfishness will, will ruin a relationship. Exactly. Yes. And I've seen two selfish people be, together. I've seen plenty okay. of two selfish people together. Mm-hmm. Now there's a difference between, you know, selfish and being independent and confident and working towards yourself, but I'm talking about selfish to the point where they're not thinking about your feelings. They're not worried about how they hurt you. It's just not anything about you. It's more
1: about them. And that selfishness can get a lot of people in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, she may have a lot of things and he may give a lot of things. And I think, you know, even if we go back to, you know, our elders, the men were good providers you talked about your oh. grandfather, yeah. the provider. We thought that was enough.
2: Yeah, sure did.
1: Doesn't matter how I feel.
2: Oh God.
1: He's yeah. a good provider, you know. Yeah. So so that whole he takes care of me. No, he takes care of things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what I'm loving seeing now is that now that the world has shifted and now that more women are working, we're starting to realize what provider looks like. We're starting to see what that, how that dynamic has changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now we've added, we've sprinkled in a little bit of the femininity piece of it because now, you know, we've got to balance out how men, because that was us living in a patriarchal world. That was a lot of the men just sitting staunt on their your values and their beliefs and how women should be uh, and not being able to vote and all kinds of stuff, yeah. you know, and now the women are coming up and saying, Hey, here we are, Hear our voices, listen to our emotions behind yeah. how you are making me feel yeah. and let's talk about it. And then that's another thing I wanted to ask you too. And we were talking about it earlier is, you know, can women and men heal in the relationship or does it take them having to leave like take a step back in order to uh-huh. see is that possible? Cause I didn't do it that way. I literally had to take a step back and walk away and leave my situation. Uh-huh. But I'm sure there right. are plenty of people who actually work it out because I was willing to work it out. Yeah. We, yeah. we just weren't in a place at that point where we could even talk it out because we were uh-huh. in such a bad place. Uh-huh. So I had to remove myself. But yeah. I'm sure and you probably know through your experience there are people who actually work
1: it through in their relationships as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you have to know, be able to differentiate between, can we work it out in the relationship or do I have to remove myself in order mm. for us to work it out? You know, that's, that takes some wisdom Oof, yes, to know yes. that, that, that does take some wisdom. Some people can stay in it, but the key word is we, we are going to work together. Mm, you know, yes. one person can't do it.
0: Yeah. I'm very intuitive. I think a lot of women are actually. And I think a lot of people are, but it's just, you know, harnessing it. And I'm able to feel that energy when I, when I know you're willing to work on it. I hear it in your voice. I feel it in your energy. I see it in your movement. I see, I hear it in your, in the way you speak to me. I can yeah. tell, but mm-hmm. if I don't feel that energy from you and that's the energy that I wasn't feeling at one point, right. that I, I, was, I just, I didn't feel that you wanted to try. Yeah. So re- that revolving door just kept going and going and I'm yeah. going and get, it gets mm-hmm. tiring running that rat race, you know, where you finally have to, you just can't go. It's not sustainable right. to live a life like that. Yeah. And it's going to fall. The tower will fall if you are not built on solid foundation, which the, again, people, the solid foundation is you. You're exactly. the solid
1: foundation. So I, I totally resonate with that. But yeah, I, think I like women that you are said energy. I like that you said energy. That you you gotta be in tune to the energy because we get stuck on words. Ooh, girl.
0: Yes, we do. Don't we? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And then the words don't, but the words manipulate you into thinking that that door has been shut, but really it hasn't been shut. And the words is what pulls you back in. And then you're stuck in that revolving door again. You know, that's the kind of two step backwards bullshit I was telling you about earlier Mm -hmm. that we were talking about. That's where you take two steps backwards where you, he's manipulated you now into thinking that you're in a safe space because of the words that he used because he's so emotional emotionally manipulative that he knows Uh how to use his words to get you back. He knows how to bring you back into his low vibing place, but you got to be strong enough to identify it and be like, no, I'm not going through this again. I cannot do this for myself, let alone my kids. No, this is not right. And then look, a couple of times you're going to fall. A couple of times you're going to go backwards. It's okay. It's okay. Give yourself that grace. It is okay. And you've told me, you've told me before, Anya, is you always are telling me, you know, the positive side of of what I do. Like this is, this is what you are doing right, Anya. Because Uh if I didn't have you, I'd be stuck in my negativity. Sometimes it takes another strong person to pull another strong person out of the bullshit Uh that they're in. Because sometimes I just couldn't see it for myself. And you were able to pull that out of me and say, look, let's talk about the stuff that you are doing right not harp on what's going wrong we've identified it now let's move past it and uh-huh. let's work on the positive thing so yes. yeah yeah oh yes. my
2: gosh oh my goodness yes I,
0: <sighs> oh, this whole thing oh my gosh okay so that was pretty much the gist of the book is there anything else that
1: you want to add we can end with saying that you know the purpose is self-awareness growth. And healing. There's no judgment in it. Unpack your suitcases because we're not saying, hey, we're going to show you how to leave your man. We're not saying that, you know, guys, put your, your your weapons down because we're not coming to bash you. We're not coming at you. That's not the goal of the book. The goal is insight because these lies that we're telling ourselves are unconscious. You know, you're not even conscious of the lies that you're telling yourself. It's a coping mechanism. You know, coping mechanisms are are psychological. You know, they come in to shield you from hurt, pain, wounds, trauma. So the purpose of the book is is awareness. I want to bring all of this up to the surface so you can see it and then heal it. And don't be afraid to heal. Don't be afraid of that pain. Don't be afraid of the pain. The healing is in the pain. I love that you summed that up. I was going to do that too, but that was
0: perfect because in listening to you, you know, listen, you've, I've been coming to you for years and you've always listened to me. So now listening to you <laughs> speak on the other the end of this, you know, and to see you, you being in pulling all of this information in. For us women to be able to, like you said, pull it up to the surface so that we can identify it and you made it so easy. Oh my gosh, this book is just brilliant. I mean, I know we talked about it earlier and we kind of touched on it, but God spoke through you in this book. Sharon it is just so beautifully written the fact that you've been able to use what he's taught you what god has yeah. taught you to put in these words in these in this book and you know go through the process of editing it oh my gosh oh, it's just <laughs> it's brilliantly written and if, yeah. if for those women who want to heal you know we're here for you Sharon is here for you this yeah. book is here for you this is where it starts and this is where you know Sharon and I, our paths have crossed here. And this is why we see why we're in each other's lives, because we've grown a friendship because of being in the same tribe of wanting to help women heal. And this book, Sharon, is the starting place that I will always recommend to a woman that would come to see me, because you have given them the blueprint, And what I mean by blueprint is I've said it throughout this whole time that you're literally giving them the answers. They just need to sit in their truth. You know, you said Uh earlier about, you know, you don't, when you, when you don't identify with the lies, identifying with the lies means you're speaking your truth. Just make that sure that's, we understand that for the people in the back. Identifying with those lies (laughs) is speaking your truth. Uh When you can speak that truth to yourself, that's the start of the process for you. And it's not going to, and don't think it's going to look pretty. It's not going to be pretty. But if you go to a therapist like Sharon, then she's going to help you put those building blocks together. Mm -hmm. She'll help you piece that stuff back together. And that's the beauty of going to therapy. That's why I invited you to talk about this because therapy is huge too. You know, it's not just about the book, but I think it's a book coupled with therapy as well. That's going to help ourselves to heal, love one another because our communities need this. It's so ugly. Now we're fighting a war within ourselves and you see it happen on the outside. You see it on the news where, you know, black on black crime or just, you know, black on white crime. It's just ugly. And we need to heal ourselves and love ourselves so that we can come to a place where we can live in a world full of, love and not hate, because that's not what God wants for us. That's not what your spirit, what your soul wants for yourself. So when you right. finally realize that this book is going to heal your soul and it's going to touch it, if your soul's never been touched, this book will touch your soul and open up Gates that you need to walk through to carry yourself through the rest of the journey of finding your purpose. And yeah, this is it. This is it, Sharon. You've
1: so let me let me say this because I cannot end without thanking my editor, who you, you mentioned the word oh. editing. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lisa Y. And I put the Y in there because she said there's two of them in her hometown. So Lisa Y. Burris was my editor, and she did a phenomenal job. I had so much information because as I say, you know, God kind of gave me this, this information and, and I just, when I started writing, it was just flowing, it was just, ah. flowing, you know, ah. I, I would get up early and just say, okay, all right, God, let's write, you know, and it would just flow. And when I finished it, I mean, really close to 400 pages. I didn't know what writer's block was. When I was reading about people having writer's block, I was like, what is that? I mean, writer's block, it was just flowing. And when I I found Lisa and God sent her to me and I gave it to her, she said, Wow, she said we're gonna have to cut the fat. And I yeah. said, "What do you mean?" <laughs> she was like, "We have to put these pages down." She said, "We have to get this page count down." And I felt a stab. Remember yes. like, what? <laughs> what do you mean, cut? Ugh. And she did a phenomenal job of keeping the content intact, keeping the message. She kept the message, and she approached it from the reader's point of view, you know, when she was thinking about cutting, she was like, okay, we got 20 lines here. We can do this in two lines, <laughs> you know, wow. and, and we took our time with it. And I thank her for taking her time because, you know, we could have just really been, you know, just on a schedule and not taking the time to really, really, really concentrate and focus on the message that, you know, we needed to get out. We took our time with it. The, the editing took a long time. We went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And And yeah, she was phenomenal. So I want to thank her. And I'm I'm working on the workbook because you can't read without doing your work. So I'm working on the
0: workbook. Ah, Yes, that's fantastic, Sharon. You didn't tell me that. Oh, that is so... I'm so happy for that. I will be using that in my course too. Oh my goodness. That would be perfect. I love it. Um, yes. <laughs> what, so, so yes, the, the editor, you were talk you and I were talking about that earlier. I'm glad because yeah, when you're creating your baby, like me creating this podcast, you know, that's yes. one of the fears, uh-huh. that's how you know, you're in the right direction. The fear is kind of, you know, fear is a good thing. Yes. And the fact that your words flow was flowing, you know, with no writer's block, that's God writing through you, honey. Yeah, you know, That's why, you know, this book is blessed, especially when you, you know, like you said, When she fell into your lap, that was a godsend. I mean, perfect. So, and that's what happens. And let's get this straight, ladies. When you are in your divine femininity, when you have found yourself, you are able to come to a place where you can write a book. Where you can start a podcast, where you can, yeah. you know, now you know your purpose because God's put that seed in you. And you have been through something so hard that you're able to speak on it, you're able to write about it, you're, you're able to help so many women. So that is because you are a brilliant, wonderful, loving soul that I adore. And you have created a work and you are just such a beautiful spirit because you've done such a great job. And even with me in therapy, I mean, I can't thank you. I, I tell you all the time, you're just awesome. Oh, and thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad I found you. And that's another thing that's important that I just want to just one more thing I'll say is finding the right therapist is, is really important. You mm-hmm. know, I kind of ran through a lot until I found you because, you know, I, I met with white women, I met with, you know, men, but they just didn't work for me. And then mm-hmm. when I found you, you just resonated with me. So don't give up. If you don't find the right therapist the first time you go. Yeah. Try to find what your avatar is, meaning who are you? Mm -hmm. I'm a black and white woman. You know, I'm a single parent. You know, I need somebody who's gonna resonate with that and who's gonna understand me Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. that regard so that I can let down my guard enough for you to help and guide me and heal myself. And you can't heal if you're talking to somebody who don't understand your problems. Yeah. So be sure that you are finding the right therapist. I highly recommend sharing Sharon M. Forgin, <laughs> because she is a brilliant woman. She's Sharon. I'm so glad to have interviewed you. Thank you for letting me do this. But I wanted to make sure that people heard what you were saying, because what the message that you're saying is so important and it's right in line with mine. And I think the way you wrote this book, the way Lisa edited it, it was right to the point. It was very frank and it was triggering and yet it was healing at the same time. I took my time reading this book because that's how thorough it was. I highly recommend it to everybody. So I hope you guys go out out there. You could tell us about where they can find your book. Tell us about your social media page, how they can get in
1: touch with you. Okay. So the book is on my, I have an author page. It's my name, SharonMFortune.com, all one word. That's the author page. So the book is there. The workbook should be done by... June, probably mid-June, that will be on the site as well. My social media, Facebook is Sharon Matthews Fortune, LPC, that's Facebook. And my Instagram is smf.counseling. So you can find me in all those places. Please follow me. Follow The the brand is expanding and we're going to keep on bringing out good content because we want to build a community of women who are healed yes, yes. And I, this I is awesome i thank you so much for having me on your podcast i love you dearly and this i love you an awesome conversation and i've And yes. i have really really enjoyed the journey don't think that therapists don't grow from their clients you know oh. because we do <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, have, we have both grown from so much from each other i mean in the 12 years that we've known each other you've it's been great. I see now why God has put us together and he's, he's intersected our paths yet again here in this conversation. So Uh yes. (laughs) Ah! Oh my gosh. That was great. Oh my gosh. That was so great. There's so much. I hope you don't mind that I broke
1: the book down like that. You're okay with that? Yes, because, that was great. That was great. It gave okay. me just enough to tease to say, okay, oh, I need to buy that because, you know, yeah did okay. it all, but it's like, hmm, you know, and then the way that you, you know, everything you added to it was just perfect. Like, oh,
0: okay. Oh, good. Okay. I know you, you know me. You know, I talk too damn much sometimes. So I was trying not to go over, but there's, you know, you just get this passion in your soul and you just have to get it out. But we, and we, we share the same message. I'm like, shit, I hope yeah. she doesn't mind. But I think we fed off each other very. Very well, and that's what I was expecting to see. That's why I didn't want to give you the questions. Did I wanted yeah, you to just yeah. pick it from the heart, mm-hmm. and I knew I could get that out of you because we've talked to
2: each other right, before. It's right, right, exactly. Hard. Yeah. So
0: I'm glad you're okay with that because
1: um, we we dove the shit out of this book. We yes, did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, interesting podcast, most definitely. Yeah,
2: oh, this is great. I'm
1: so
0: excited. Yeah, my podcast is going to be the ones that. You know, I just had curse words in there and stuff, but it's just me at my rawest. Citizens of life. And then the YouTubes are going to be a little bit more professional because they're the teaching pieces of it. Uh uh I I plan on those being the teaching stuff. So my podcast is I want people to hear the real deal. Like I want them to feel comfortable with listening to this because you know, we were real enough to have this conversation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's
0: 1120 at night. Girl, this is way past my bedtime. This is great. It was so juicy. Oh my God. We have such great content. All right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All All right, darling. You have a good evening. You too. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, citizens. I hope that episode was helpful and got you excited. If you enjoyed the content, please do me a favor and leave a review and rate this podcast so it can help me grow. Also, for more free tools to help you along your journey, go check out my Linktree website on my Instagram page at Anya Hildreth Life Coaching. And check out the website at www.anyahildreth.com. Stay tuned for the next episode.